Hi, and welcome back to the At This Point podcast. I am Treese, the host, and as previously stated in the first episode, we will be talking about parenting topics here for a while. Today, we will be talking about expectations because I feel like at this point, our expectations are simply too high for the children and they need to be reevaluated. A lot of the times we create power struggles for ourselves because of the high expectations. These expectations can be created by us or they can come from what society feels is appropriate. However, not all expectations fit every child at the same age. Obviously, everyone is different. And so expectations need to apply to people, especially children, accordingly. When we try to apply these expectations to our children, it can sometimes create conflict because the child may not be developmentally ready at that time. For example, we have this notion that children should be potty trained fully by a certain age. Well, this doesn't work because children don't all develop control at the same time. Therefore, one child might be able to successfully do potty training at one, while the other one won't be ready for another year or two. The number one reason why potty training is so stressful and so hard is because parents and daycares want children to be potty trained when they want it to happen. Once a child is ready to potty train, the process is actually easy. When you're trying to do it when they aren't ready, there's conflict because there is nothing you're doing that is making your child use the potty, and now you're mad. Now you want to take your anger out on the child because you set this unrealistic expectation for a child that wasn't ready for it. I'm hoping all of this makes sense. And there's other examples that I could give however this one is top tier on examples of setting unrealistic expectations sometimes we and I'm speaking in general don't even realize how unrealistic our expectations are for them because of the social norm or the information that's passed down from generations. A lot of us base our expectations off of how we were raised. And then a lot of us base our expectations on how we want to be perceived as a parent. A lot of us combine the both of those. No one wants to be the parent with the child throwing a tantrum in Walmart. Well, That's an unrealistic expectation right there because realistically, it will be you at least once. It might not be Walmart, but a child will be a child and a tantrum will happen in public at least once. Saying that it won't be you is setting an unrealistic expectation for yourself and for the child. How do you expect for a child who is still learning about feelings and emotions to be able to regulate themselves in a large space that more than likely is overstimulating to them. But it goes back to the ties that 
expectations have on how we want to be seen as parents, which shouldn't even be a thing in the first place. If people are judging you and or your child based off of a wonder of time, then something is wrong on their part, not yours. No one wants to be seen as that parent because of the tantrums or not meeting goals that other children are reaching, like knowing their alphabets, colors, numbers, or whatever by the age of three or four. But it's completely normal. In many other countries, parents don't even teach their children in the structured way we teach our children during toddlerhood. They spend hours upon hours outside or during playtime letting their children learn through exploring. The children don't officially learn how to read and all of the other fundamental basics until they start school. If they learn it before starting school, it's cool. If they don't, it's fine too. Children are not pressured into learning all of these things by a certain age in other countries. So if your child doesn't learn these things by a certain time frame, it's okay. They will still turn out to be just fine and possibly one of the most educated and successful adults to ever be created. Like, it's fine. So I thought I'd just throw that out there. But another thing we need to consider when we are thinking of these expectations is logic our logic is not the same as our children and a lot of times we forget that on the grounds that they should know better newsflash they don't we wish they knew better but they don't just because you told them to stop jumping on the couch 15 times doesn't mean they know better Small children don't even develop impulse control until like three or four years old. And no, impulse control is not something you can whoop into a child. As a matter of fact, whoopings don't correct the problem. It just creates fear and probably sneaky behavior in figuring out how to do whatever it was without getting into trouble. Whoopings don't even stop the behavior because they're more than likely going to do it again whether it's a toddler or a teenager. I know a lot of people I went to school with who got whoopings for sneaking out and doing all these other things, and it definitely didn't stop them from doing it. They just figured out another way to do it differently so they won't get caught the next time. And even thinking back on my thought process as a teenager versus now helps me process how different our logic is and an easy example when it comes to logic is a job as adults we know the logic behind a job we got to pay bills we have to pay taxes health insurance buy food take care of family like all the things however a child doesn't see all of that they see that a job pays you money and you get to buy what you want with that money. If you want to take it down to a toddler's level, we as adults know what's considered right and wrong. At least we should know what's considered right from wrong. However, 
A toddler's logic is based on exploration. Therefore, a toddler's thought process for drawing on the couch or the wall is completely different from ours. We know it's not an appropriate action, but they think it's cool. They think they've found a way to express themselves. They think that they've created something that's going to make you proud. In reality, they're damaging furniture and it's not going to make you proud. But they don't understand that it's not okay. And you can even tell them, but if they lack impulse control, it's probably going to happen again unless you take the necessary steps to prevent it from happening altogether, which is removing the markers or crayons or whatever or supervising them while they're using those. And speaking of adults knowing what's right and what's wrong, let's hover here for a second. How can we have these unrealistic expectations for our children who are still learning when we are out here choosing to do wrong in spite of knowing what's right and knowing the expectations? For me, that right there tells me we do too much sometimes as parents. So when it comes to these children, we just have to be more realistic with these expectations and make sure we are meeting the child where they are at when we are setting them. We can't expect a child to achieve something if they are nowhere near ready nor prepared for it. And honestly, if we go about setting more realistic expectations for children individually, it will be a lot less stressful for everyone involved. Parenting does not have to be as stressful as it has become, and we tend to make things a lot more complicated for the sake of power and for the sake of authority. It's somewhat unnecessary. It's completely okay to be a parent without the need to enforce your power all the time. One thing that has always helped me navigate through those power struggle moments is realizing what's developmentally normal at that time. And I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous episode because I recorded and edited that episode so many times that I don't remember (laughs) what actually made it and what didn't. So I apologize if I'm repeating something. But um, one thing that helps me is the Erickson's psychosocial developmental stages. That has always guided my thought process with this parenting journey because it helps you understand what a person may be struggling with or what they're trying to achieve during that certain age period of their lives. And I can honestly say it has always helped me look at parenting a bit differently and go against what we were raised to know and it has also helped me figure out the children that's in front of me instead of the children that I want them to be or the children that they quote should be and of course with all of this to consider I must note that patients will always have to be present with this and knowing the developmental stages help with processing the patients to manage all of this. But yes, patience is a big thing with this. I mean, 
I like to think that parenting is the biggest test of patience. And a lot of the time we, and still speaking in general, show how much patience we lack when it comes to parenting. Whether the expectations are realistic or unrealistic, we will still need to demonstrate patience during the process. What I can say is that the lack of patience paired with unrealistic expectations is a guaranteed stressor that you're causing upon yourself. So I hope the things that I've said today has made you think about a few things. That's all I actually have for today. I could possibly go on and on about this, but we all have lives and my children will probably be looking for me in a few minutes. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in for this episode. If you would like, head over to my Facebook page and let me know what you think. Until next time, be safe out there and love on those babies.